This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Hi, I'm Dr. Drew, and this is Dr. Drew After Dark. Please be advised that Dr. Drew After Dark may contain sexually oriented content and be unsuitable for young children. Everybody, welcome to Dr. After Dark. Uh, don't forget that phone number, 818 to leave us your great voice messages. We have a ton of those today. Uh, Christina and I have been remiss. Christina P., welcome. I love you. Uh, in terms of uh, getting to the voice messages, so we're going to get a ton of those in. I've got emails galore, so we're going to get to all that today and a couple of videos here and there. And uh, again, support the people to support the show. Uh, check out everything I've got at drdrew.com, everything Christina's got at... Christina P. online. There we go. That's what I'm talking about. And before the mic's heated up, we were having a little yes. fun conversation about how <laughs> <laughs> we need to debrief after the last episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. part of this is debriefing that. Yeah. Uh, and you said, <laughs> I feel like uh, Dan Levy in Shit's Creek. He's always <laughs> doing this. Uh, oh, by the way, I've done Emily Hampshire's podcast mm. uh she's doing a fundraising podcast she plays uh stevie in the show okay i'm not and i've seen it once or twice i'm not oh, familiar totally. you had that after you finish killing you all right i'm all right that down. Shit's Shit's Creek. Creek. it's great I, i'm deep in but anyway so i'm so excited to be her friend now oh uh so you were talking about how during this quarantine we were talking about how we didn't we were, we're readers and we're mm-hmm. thinkers and, and we're planners and, and we're yeah and neither of us there's something very strange going on during the quarantine where i didn't read yeah at, at all and normally, if I had a little bit of free time, I'd, I'd, I'd consume yeah. whatever I get my hands on. And I just... Ugh. Same. I'm, I usually sit down, I write every morning. I was like, I want to write a joke. I'm, I was going to... I'm always creating content, creating things. And your mom's house, yes, we got into that. But that was a forced thing. It was even forced. I'm very not motivated. I'm you're, not... You were forced to come do the pod. Yeah. Like we... I wanted... We wanted to produce podcasts <coughs> very quickly when this came down. Because it, it was a duty to our audience. Yes. I felt like we yes, must... Yes. But generally, I'm not motivated intellectually. And I, I usually am very so, voracious reader, like ideas. I'm yeah, like, yeah, yeah. oh, and then so, this so, and this and this. So I'm I was not. saying we, we have to be depressed. It's got to be a certain That's kind it. of a depression. And and if we although we don't feel sad no. and we don't feel depressed, I think when we look back on this, we'll go, oh, yeah, yeah, we were, we were, we were depressed. But, yeah. but part of this is <laughs> this is the comedy is uh, we're less uptight or something? I was, gonna, I was saying before we started rolling is that... You and Tom are less uptight. Well, people have been emailing us, telling us that this is the best you guys have been on the podcast. You're so relaxed. Tom's not hurried to get on a plane. Neither am I. Like, right, right. And I have to say, Drew, in the couple of years I've known you, this is the most relaxed I've ever seen you. Well... I mean, look at the guns out. You've got a bit of a tan. That's true, you're chilling. You're not hurried to get to the appointment. That's true. You used to come in here and you're like, okay, let's go, let's go, let's go. Come yeah, on, come yeah. on, come on. And that, you're like this new man. You're that's relaxed. True. However, to be fair. <laughs> <laughs> look at you. You're just laughing for no reason, giddy. Are you on pot too? Are you taking 10 milligrams? I'm on pot, mom. <laughs> you're my on pot, mommy. Are you taking drugs? I, I'm, uh, but to be fair, it was the poutine that took me yeah. to a new level. 
<laughs> You're still riding the high. I need to talk about it. Yeah, you need to process. I need to talk. I need mm-hmm. to process. Mm-hmm. I was a bit traumatized. Sure, so let's we, go. We, we didn't get a chance to do it on the last episode. Hmm. But um, <laughs> I was traumatized when I first met you guys. And you, well, you came on, you both, you'd come on my podcast that yes. I did with Bob Forrest. And we talked about addiction, recovery, and very serious things. <laughs> and then you said, you need to come on my podcast. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, and you traumatized the shit out yeah. of me. Yeah. I spent most of the time like this, like yeah. I'm accustomed to doing now. Yeah. But I did not get as far as with the poutine yeah. and, and our, our commentary about that. We, took me took me to a new level. It took you to a new place. We, we new, got new, to new, new highs. Not a new place. Mm. New highs. New, new, highs. new, new Lows. Well, yeah, lows. Yeah. Uh, new depths uh, of my feeling of shame and embarrassment and Wait. the fact that you people are ruining me. Yeah. Do you know and, why we initially wanted you on your mom's no, house? No, I don't. Please like, tell the me real that true, story. Like tell when I think about story. it. Yeah, it's please like, tell me the story. I can't wait. You're the most sane, educated, knowledgeable person mm-hmm. that we know. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Like you're the yeah. doctor that's adjacent to comedy. Yeah. And to, so we were like, See, we, we got we got to destroy him. No, <laughs> we got to take it, take him down. No, it was more like, what the fuck is going on in these clips? That guy must know. You uh, come here. I You're see. saying so you know. Actually, make sense of it. Yeah, we wanted to really dissect, and I, then I get that. I, I believe that was your motivation. Yeah. yeah. However, I'm remembering <laughs> how Tom presented these things to me. I remember him sitting there diabolically, like, "Oh, yeah. is this normal?" Yeah. <laughs> but then the horror, your horror, was just a happy accident. It oh, was like I see, I a see. fun byproduct. I see. Okay. Of your okay. wisdom. I see. So this wasn't some sort of. In, this wasn't. Intentional <laughs> I just love you. I just this love you. This wasn't an intentional. You're my favorite. Act. This was this was a byproduct. You're my okay. favorite. So, okay. so, so, have so since poutine. Since poutine, let's talk about it. So, this is a yeah. new level of what disgust of of um, sustained horror. Yeah. And, and but horror isn't the right word. Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, disgust, shame. It's kind of a mixed bag of feelings of yeah. disgust, shame. Uh, uh, we embarrassment disbelief disbelief curiosity curiosity yeah. always in the intellectual curiosity is the underlying hide want to hide i want to hide yeah but i'm laughing yeah which is even more embarrassing yeah well is there any animal in nature that eats its poo poo oh a dog dogs do dogs do why do dogs do that you know you can look that up online <laughs> I've, I've seen i've seen that question online before and yeah. i thought i'm not going to click on that okay. it doesn't really matter to me. but it exists in nature it exists in nature it's <clears throat> no 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 let's move away from the poutine <laughs> <laughs> and, and more back to my reaction because that's what i needed to process okay oh uh, like uh, boredom illness anxiety fear of being punished for accidents, getting attention as a learned behavior. Maybe there's I think something it's good anxiety. in there. I think anxiety is a good poop reading. Uh, sure. Oh, so that's interesting. So it is It is kind of out of a, it's a behavior that is out of the norm. Do you remember when you first saw a dog eat poop? I did. Yeah, my dog Elvis did. And I was like, it's, isn't, isn't it weird that we that that's how much it affects us? Yeah. That we, I mean, my yeah. first memory, I was probably four. Yeah. And I can remember the dog. It wasn't even my dog. It was my cousin's dog. <laughs> uh, what's wrong with Oh, my cousin? God. I'm remembering. It was even... And one of the kids, one of the kids shot outside, shit outside, like a baby, <laughs> and the dog ate it. So it wasn't even eating the dog's poo. It was eating the baby's poo. Ugh. We were like... And we, I remember we were like... I was probably four or five years old going, what, what, why? What? What are they doing? Why yeah. are they doing that? I have the exact same feeling about Norman. Really? What? Yeah, what? Why, why is he doing why? that? What's going on? I want to know. I yeah. can't ask the dog, but I can ask Norman. 
I feel if he gets back to you, I want him to. I, I'm just, I, I'm such a wash and conflicted feeling. I know. I had to traumatize you. It's for your own. No, good. no, it was good. I, I laughed. Know. I laughed. It was good. I was in. I was in a time warp too. Tempor- temporality ceased to exist. I yeah. Was, I was you, outside of time. You never had a patient on uh, like celebrity rehab that had any weird scat stuff. Uh, I'm sure. Yeah, I'm, I can imagine some patients that might have been weird into it, but but more uh, as a way of. Uh, being you know demeaning to, to somebody yeah because i remember i did that sex rehab program and, and there was yeah. a lot of stuff going on there with people and i could see in their illness they could do that kind of thing and that, and that was in an illness right yeah <clears throat> and uh and you don't and so for me that wasn't like it was understandable what they were doing and it was not okay it was part of the illness i didn't have to think about it as them doing it right now, now isn't this interesting though <clears throat> that the way i process it in terms of looking at these people doing these degrading things to other people, um, is how Piggy processes his own pigness. And that's interesting that you called him Pig and not Norman, because I do think those are two separate identities. Yes, that's what Norman I'm, I'm, is the I'm mortgage broker in, guy. I'm doing that with that's intention. Interesting. I'm yeah. Because again, and yeah. and I have the patient and the sick. Uh-huh. We, we take the illness away from the patient too. Interesting. You know, the individual is has an illness that makes him or her do that stuff. Interesting. Oh, that's interesting. I'm feeling better. Yeah. <laughs> but it is interesting how one sexualizes something that's really... I think that's why Brown makes me giggle so much because it is so errant and it is so weird that I am this great... Per- oh, like, I it, smell is nice. It, is, is it errant? <laughs> Mis- errant feces. Mistress, mistress Yeah, <laughs> errant feces. But that I'm brown. It's like so gross and vulgar. Like, how is it that I produce such a gross thing and, I, you know, most of my day is not spent doing anything remotely as disgusting as browning yeah women tend to dissociate themselves from their brown more than males males celebrate yeah. a little bit well i celebrate a little do you? but okay. i do now i mean i've learned to take that repulsion and be like yeah. now is that something that um mm. has been the result of your marriage and your relationship <laughs> with tom pre pre, pre I, my pre. mother married a guy who well first of all Uh-oh. my family's big on brown talk so it was ah, never shamed in my okay, house. Okay. It was always like, we always talked about browns. And it, basically, it's a family thing. And then I met Tom and his family's into browns. And we were like, oh. It's on. Yeah, it's it was on. Like, fun. It's fun. Good. Wait, does Susan Brown? No, in front of you. She's not. Uh, She don't dig it. She likes, she, she's very, uh, she's one of the, she's not um, faint of heart. Yeah. But she also is like, what do you, like. Leave me Go alone. away. Leave me alone. Let yeah. me poop it. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Okay, okay. But she's not like the kind where she's sneaky. She doesn't not, announce it. Not faint of heart. Yeah, okay. Not faint of well, heart. Well, she has three guys, three kids. Like how two, c- two male children will, yeah. will do you in. <laughs> oh, fuck. You're, you're, you're in for it. Let me tell you. You, better, you better get some estrogen in there. Or you were going to were gonna rue the day. I'm not kidding. Yeah, my, my sons and I went on a vacation together one time, and we would, we would um, sit in the hotel room and eat out of the the mini bar mm. until there was like a like a like a murder scene <laughs> it was like 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 a like the way the cops you know put a chalk yeah, but it'd yeah. be all with just potato <laughs> chips and peanuts and stuff around peanuts so at the good. outside of us we'd sit in the hotel room and watch sports and then we'd go out and go to the stadium and see more sports uh. and at one point I, I called my wife. I go, we are we are we, we we're sinking we're losing it we're we're, we're going down yeah. honey. we need some estrogen here and here's what we both noticed. All three of us noticed so immediately. It's like we'd be eating. We'd be in our little murder outline. And we'd sit in there and we go, uh, time for the game. Let's go. We'd get up and go. We're like, oh, my God. 
when it's time to go, we just go. There wasn't somebody going, hold on, hang on, I got to fix my hair. I got to like, right. it, there's a, a procedure for women in terms of leaving. Males just yeah. get up and go. Well, I've and been, I thought, oh, that's interesting. I've well, I've been really explaining this to Tom for 15 years. He'll be like, come on, we got to go in five minutes. And I'm there in my pajamas <laughs> at the breakfast table. I go, baby. I'm not a man. I don't know how many times I have to explain yeah. this shit to you. There's a procedure. It's, I got to shower. I got to make up. I have to make myself societally presentable. Uh, it's a whole fucking thing, man. It's a thing, yeah. Oh, believe me. I, yeah. I yeah. tell him all the time I'm not a guy. He's like, why don't you watch the football game? Oh, because I'm not a fucking <laughs> lesbian. I don't do, wanna, do. Why don't you lift weights with me? He <laughs> says yesterday. I go, because I'm not a lesbian. I don't want to lift fucking weights. I'm does a he, woman. <laughs> does he like, do you like sports? N- no. You don't even like him. I like tennis. I play oh. ten- tennis. I'm a gentleman. I play tennis. I don't watch football. I don't watch sports. I don't give a shit. I like Laker games because I like to see them live. You know, I you like, like to sit courtside and see yeah. all the people sitting around there. All the hot dogs. Oh, and my the, God. It's compression oh pants. Oh, my God. You I like in, that. You are in for some serious hell. I know. Except you're going to like seeing your boys Little League games and stuff like that. You're going to like that. Yeah, because you're watching them yeah, be Yeah, you're going to like awesome. that. But, but you're in for some serious trauma. Oh, fuck, I'm just going to drink. It's going to be like me watching poutine for about seven years. <sighs> Great. <laughs> so, okay, Great. Let's, let's, I, enough of our life. Let's, oh, talk, about a, let's talk about this. Look, it's so relaxed. I'm a 19-year-old guy who recently learned to suppress my refractory period. I wonder what he means Boy. by that. I learned you can separate ejaculation and orgasm by tensing your kegels after some practice. I was able to do it. I wanted to see how often I could orgasm in an hour. After 40 minutes and five non-ejaculatory orgasms without any refractory period, I had to stop as the pain began to develop to my penis. What does he really mean as a non Does he have a Kegel? Do men have Kegel? They, we have Kegels, but oh. but he means like he's, like he's om- I think he means he's almost orgasming, and then he pulls uh, back. Like Tantra? Yeah, I think that's what this is. Would this be a multi-orgasmic? There is such thing as multi-orgasmic males, but they white every time. <laughs> That's a multi-orgasmic male. And there are a couple guys that do that. It's kind of rare. I've talked to them. More importantly, is this dangerous? Uh, yeah, you can get some uh, ri- risk of retrograde ejaculation is right. You can, you can Retrograde. It goes back up into the bladder. And that can become a real problem when it comes time for fertility because it can just keep happening. Oh, oh that you get urine in your... You get white in your urine. I'm sorry, yeah. But, the, but it doesn't, doesn't come out where it's a, when it's supposed to come out for fertility purposes, right? <laughs> Um, is a dick shaped like a banana natural from beating off or from bad circumcision? Uh, it can be all those things. Uh, is, a, is there a procedure to get my meat straightened? <laughs> um, get your meat straight, man. Uh, yes, this is called, there's Peyronie's disease and there's acquired yeah. Peyronie's disease. And Peyronie's is a plaque that forms on one side. And there's a lot of different things to be done now with that. Uh, it doesn't necessarily re- require a surgery. Um, but you should talk to a doctor about it because it can get really uncomfortable both for you and your partner. Right. If it's bent one way, then yeah. it's always going to hit up against yes. certain stuff. Yeah, and that's not, not so good, good for the women. Um, and it can, it can, and usually when it's a circumcision problem, it's usually just at the tip. Like there's mm-hmm. like, a, like, a, like a hockey stick kind mm-hmm. of thing at the end. That's the circumcision problem. And what problem. is that from? That just a botched? P- P- Peronis? Yeah, botched. Like it's scarred pro- just, improperly. Mm-hmm. Just scarred the wrong way. Christina P, dick mm. is not curved to any side like a normal shape banana. Literally, most chicks I've talked to about my banana say it's because it's almost always hits the G spot, so he likes it. Mm. Have you ever cross, come across bananas in your personal life? Yeah. Is Tom a dick banana dick? <laughs> no. Have you heard any opinions from girlfriends if you have no personal You have personal experience. Go ahead. Wait, I mean, I've seen dicks of all shapes and sizes. And like they're not, I think there's this thing in the male head of like, there's this ideal peener and everyone else has it except for me because I've got this thing. And it's well, like. Well, it's men, the penis becomes an ex, a rep, a version of their worth. 
Mm, yeah. like, it's very weird. They starts at about 15 where it's a, it's a, it's a symbol of my worthiness. Mm. And if there's a problem with my sense of self-worth, I start focusing down there and thinking there's something wrong with that. Oh, wow. Right? Because it, it, it really doesn't, it really doesn't pencil, as you say, not pencil, pencil? dick, but there's no, there's no, there's no score card of the perfect yeah. penis. But if you're not feeling good about yourself, men start to focus down there that there's something wrong with that. Yeah. Isn't that wow. interesting? That's interesting because I've known boys that have not a lot of meat down there, but they're so confident you wouldn't even fucking know that it. They don't have yeah. self-worth issues. Yeah. So they all, they're all shapes and sizes. They're but it begs, begs the issue. Is there a perfect? Yeah. There was there, one. I a... had one in San Francisco. Yeah. <laughs> I left my perfect painter in San Francisco. There was. Yeah. Yeah. The ideal exists everywhere, Drew. I mean, men, I'm not men an ideal. are really you're you're really helping men with this one. <laughs> and I'm and I'm what, what makes it perfect to me? Now that's ah, subjective. That's what, we're going to get to that. Yeah. So what the first what makes it perfect? It's all subjective. What makes it perfect? Okay, uh, girth. I'm talking length. I'm talking stature. I'm talking when it was at full mast. It was gorgeous. What does that mean? Men don't know what that Personally, means. Personally, I just meant it had a nice <laughs> size and had. What, Stature. Are we talking big? Yeah, I was extra on the big. larger side. So extra big. So some women don't Not like extra it. big. I'm just saying it was a hmm. little above average. Which is like I don't know measurement. Sure, sure, sure. Seven and a half, eight. Sure. And and, and it wasn't a coke too, can. It wasn't too girthy. Now, however, would I want to marry that peener and have it all the time after babies and shit? No freaking oh, way. Big. Too big. Too big. So when I was like twenty, whatever. Having that guy was fun for a minute, but you don't want to marry. Do you do you feel compelled to notify said penis owner? No. Did you say, "Hey, man, that was a good one." That's I did a- actually. Wait, no, I did in the nineties. I fucking was like, "We got to take a picture of this dong because <laughs> this is amazing." You need to take photographic evidence of this because when you're older, you're going to be like, "This is a fucking jam." Men do this shit, you know. Well, so I had one of those old-timey, clicky, can- you know, from the 90s, the disposable cans. <laughs> we just took dick pics of him in my kitchen, forgetting that when you get them developed, a human develops them. And we're like, oh, dirt. Like, this person was like, what up? You well, know? but back then, it was like a machine. It's a machine. Ding, 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 ding. Okay. It was a booth. And, yeah. um, mm. and we got rid of them and tore up the negatives oh. back then because we're like, I, you can't keep this shit Well, so around. you're not helping men that much. So they, Sorry. They, they, they need to be able to compare themselves against the ideal. And, and whether or not your ideal yeah, is, is an average ideal for women. I don't know. I don't know. Some women might like a short, fat, chode. Did I use that word correctly? Some women might like it long, long, long. I don't like it long, long. It doesn't. It just doesn't matter. Because it, it hurts. Long, it hurts. long, long. Hurts. I cannot assuage anybody's. So, let, let me tell you something. I don't believe in assuaging anybody's insecurity. The fact I is, understand, but but men really don't know. And oh, so just there's by, all just such by, a range. I, but of just things. by giving them a description, I guarantee yeah. you, young men will feel better about themselves. So what's the description? So, of? so the sort of an average length to width ratio. Oh, it's not. It doesn't need to be. What is six? Six? What's well, what's the length like, of here? Like seven and a half, seven. That's like that. so you got those drill long. hands. I got too long. Um, what? I think from here to here. That's about six and a half, seven. What's that? Six and a half, get, seven. Get us a, get us a, a rule. <laughs> yeah, let's, let's say seven for the sake of. Argument. Um, I would say that if it's a if it's at least a sixer, right? And, and about as long as wide as long. It's or, yeah. Yeah. That's you're or fine. You're doing the you're doing the job. And is and, there is there anything about the. Um, the presentation oh the, no the cut or anything don't give a shit although i've never had so it really is only the it's only the girth to length ratio and the yeah. ultimate and the balls i personally don't like a set of fat fat sloppy nuts i like them high and tight that's just me 
Now, there are some women that love fat balls. I don't know. I'm not one of those ladies. Mm-hmm. But it's all subjective. Right, right in. You know? Again, it's uh, <laughs> dark at gmail.com. To let us know if Christina's speaking the truth. I am or, speaking the truth. What, for what you. What is, no, is, is Christina's truth your truth? Resonating with you. Yes, because men, I, I remember what it was to be a young male, and you're very confused. And I did not have a lot of insecurity about stuff, but you still, you're like, I, I don't know. How do I know? How do you know what's normal and what's not? Or... What's normal is the main preoccupation of young men. Of males. course. But in, then what's good or okay? Okay, I'll tell you what. The anomaly was the guy with the perfect peener. That's the anomaly. Uh. Much like humans. There's a handful of those that are gorgeous. There's only so many models, Giselle Bunchens or whatever in the world. You, there's it, those. And but, then there's but, the rest but, of humanity. But when you say we don't know what the fuck you're talking about. A horsey peenie? He wasn't no, a horsey. gorgeous peenie. His we penis was a statue. Okay, hold on. Okay, I'll tell you what. It's like a golden penis. <laughs> when he would become erect, it was gold. It would just go. <laughs> it was a nice, it was big and nice around, and it looked it like looked. an ideal so, 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 penis. Okay, the head so, was like perfect. Right. And, so, and, now, so there is a cut that's perfect. The, yeah. The cut of the jib is, yes. is, is important. Yes. It was and, not curving. It was normal no, straight. Straight up and down. And the, the guy had no. impeccable nuts. Okay. Perfect. Right. So it's starting to make some sense. Yeah. I'm sorry. I wish I had. See, Tom, Tom grills me on that too. He's like, well, how big? How many inches? I'm like, bitch, I did not take a ruler out in 1990-whatever. <laughs> I don't fucking know numbers. You ask me. I don't know what how many inches that is. Well, you, you gave us a hint with this. Yeah, yeah that for you, that. your hand. That would that. Not a, I got not, a small not, hand. You got a small hand. All right. That's, that's about average. Let's just, let's just sort Six. of see here. Oh, this is a good so. policy. Your hand's much bigger than mine. Okay, so I got about another three quarter of an inch on you, so something like that. Um, I have white bumps on my areola. One day I tried squeezing one as if it was a pimple. I discovered that uh, my Montgomery gland secreted lights cloudy fluid. Uh, upon research, I discovered this may be indicative of a greater problem. I realized there's several symptoms of a thyroid issue. That's true, low thyroid, not limited to blah, 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 whatever. Uh, <laughs> I had an issue attributed to weightlifting. No, I had trepidations. What, I just you down. So anything uh, milky Stupid coming out of bitch. No, 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 no. It's a guy. Oh. And anything, um, anything milky coming out of the, the uh, nipple... Thyroid, prolactin tumor, medication. Those are the common things. So prolactin screening tumor in the pituitary gland, hypothyroidism, and uh, sometimes, and medication. Medication's probably the most common thing. Jizz in your areolas. Yeah, that's not, (laughs) you do need to get that checked out. My dad thinks he's a prophet, hoping this is the right email Uh. to send. Some context, about a year and a half ago, my dad had a revelation, Uh uh-oh, while mowing the lawn, had since gradually sipped into real nutcase stuff. Uh-oh. He took off in the middle of the COVID quarantine to join a militia. He thinks he's a prophet, <laughs> can make doomsday prediction. Uh-oh. Uh, he's been gone three weeks, now spreading the word and living in his car. <laughs> okay, this much stuff. So there's so much stuff, I can't even write it all down. What's going on, schizophrenia or something else? Mm. <clears throat> Actually, the first thing to do is like get a CAT scan. I mean, to make sure he doesn't have a brain tumor or something crazy going on or some sort of inflammatory process mm. in his brain. Number two, uh, make sure he's not doing drugs. Get a drug screen and make sure he's not uh, off there on meth. And then number three, it, it would not be schizophrenia. That doesn't come on in adulthood. That comes on 18 to 22. Bipolar mania can come mm. on later on. Uh, and if he's older, like he's 50, 67 years of age, that can be precipitated by a small stroke. So again, mm. back to the CAT scan. So first... Order business, see if this has a medical basis to it. 
and then you see a psychiatrist and get him down off the roof because he's he'll he'll be soon saying he can fly and things like that. Oh boy! Hey, can I ask you a question about schizophrenia? Yeah. Because my mom was really fucking whack. You Do mentioned you, that. Yeah, and I thought she was totally broken from reality. You said it, it onset eighteen to twenty-two. Yeah. And then do you think she could have just been mildly like, she was paranoid, deeply paranoid growing yeah, up. Yeah, yeah. You later. had mentioned, we, we kind of talked about this, that yeah. there might have been a psychotic process, like she was a yes. sphere borderline or something, and then kind of slipped over yeah. into real psychosis. But but, yeah. but it wasn't like, she, was she hearing voices? Yeah, yeah. And was she um, seeing things or anything like that? Yeah, oh. seeing things, hearing things. The and, reality was not even. I would I would want to do a medical thing on somebody like that first because when when, <laughs> when psychiatric stuff oh. comes on later in life, you got to think medical first. Oh, but it, don't know. Yeah, it, it could. She could. You know, sometimes borderline and bipolar go together too. So it could have been a man. Oh, interesting. So, I don't know. She was like highlighting um, instruction manuals to microwave. She would chronicle the dogs in the neighborhood she'd seen in journals and like a lot of paranoid stuff about hoarding? passwords hoarding. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> so she. <laughs> So Mid, she decompensated mid, mid, in some mm-hmm. way. So what is that? Yeah. I, I have Decompens- to know more. No, it sucks. She's still she's, around? She's dead. No, What'd she died in 2015. Uh, pulmonary stuff. Uh, whatever. She broke down. She had cancer. Like emphysema or lung cancer? No, uh, lymphoma. But I think hmm. the uh Well, the that all could have been from the lymphoma. Yeah. Oh, the, like mean, the people, breakdown. The medical. Yeah. People can get crazy from lymphomas cause a lot of neurological stuff. Oh, so maybe yeah. that could have uh, definitely. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Anyway. And then the mm. chemo doesn't help anything. No, that made her nutty. Chemo really did a number on her. Can't nut. I had a question about side effect <laughs> I had when I was taking painkillers. Can't nut. I used to be a pretty bad addict. Oxycodone, Percocet, about 90 milligrams. Uh, Can you isolate him going, can't nut? <laughs> yep. Yeah, that's I've nice. Done and done. I've gotten clean and now four months sober. When I was using, I could not ejaculate. My partner and I would try methods to achieve orgasm, but I could ejaculate. Why is that? Because that is a side effect of opiates. You, um, you can prevent. That's why methadone for some people, if they find it unacceptable, because it screws with their libido and screws with their ability to nut. As you say. <laughs> Here's somebody nut. with bipolar. Hey. No, diagnosing many people. With, I, I've been dating women with bipolar and borderline. Oh. This is a little codependent here. Mm-hmm. I unhealthily get infatuated with many women. These relationships crash and burn. <laughs> they're fun. They're not healthy. But I've been in relationship with healthy people. I find it boring. <laughs> what is that? That is, that runs a gamut of uh, severe codependency. Yeah. Right? Uh, but it, it usually and often blurs into love and sex addiction. Oh, interesting. So it's kind of sex addiction-y stuff for men. Uh, After some time, there always can be an echo from these women describing how they have made life changes, gone to therapy, they are better now. Sometimes I've fallen for it and it implodes again. I have my own issues, no kidding. Go to therapy and take medication, good. I deal with depression. Uh, I feel like I'm growing. Is there ever a situation these relationships could work out? He's still hoping it could work out. You, You know, people will commit to these relationships. Mm -hmm. I mean, you can commit to one and you're in for a rough ride. Mm -hmm. It's not going to magically get better. That's a rough go. You can either have something exciting that gratifies that sex addiction piece of you, or you can have a good, productive, fully functioning, (laughs) enriching, nourishing life with a sane person. (laughs) But you'll bust nuts super hard (laughs) with that one, so it's kind of worth it. And also, don't have children if yeah. you're going to get with a borderline yeah, bipolar. Yeah. Please yeah. don't, because it's yeah. fucking impossible. Oh, I have one more. A strange low libido problem. I've been the last few years. I've been worried. I'm 29 now. I, 
I could, how I wish I could make myself horny again. Is this a medical <laughs> condition? I want to ask the doctor, but I don't want a finger up my ass. He will not necessarily put a finger up his ass. Yeah, what's that? This guy is, this is a male, Jack. And uh, a drop in libido in a male is a medical issue. Oh. So this is, a, this is a warning to people that go, I must be asexual in my sexual orientation. Please don't do that till you've had a medical evaluation. Interesting. Because if you have no libido, particularly mm. if you're a male, the most common reason is a medical problem. Mm. So, and, and by the way, sometimes that starts in adolescence, so you may never have had a libido. It's a great book by Ken Baker called Man Made. Mm. He had a prolactin screening tumor in the pituitary gland. He had a prolactinoma, which are very common. These are not lightning bolt strikes. These are common medical conditions. And he tells this whole story how when he was growing up, he liked, he liked girls, but he didn't have that that his friends seemed to have. And he liked sports, but he kind of dropped out. He didn't want to play. And he just didn't have the competitive kind of feeling about it. And he'd work out, but he never could seem to sort of get anywhere with the workouts. Then at about 23, he was diagnosed with a prolactinoma. They took prolactinoma, and he went into testosterone storm. Mm. Immediately was masturbating three times a day, <laughs> started having sex with lots of people, became a professional hockey player. Oh, my God. And so just with turning on testosterone. So please, everybody, these are... Common, fascinating common things. You know, I'd like to transition just to feel what it feels like. Well, funny you would say that. One of the most, uh, w when I've worked with um, female to male transsexuals, so male transsexuals, uh, the, the, they will always comment about how much they didn't understand what men were contending with. Mm. They, they usually will apologize. I'm sorry, I didn't. I didn't. Is this what you? Is this what you? Mean? And and uh, actually, Chaz Bono said to me. He said, "Love uh, Chaz. He's great." And he said, "You know, it made my eyes glue for boobs. Mm. Like he kept looking at. He couldn't not look at boobs. <laughs> he goes, that's it hilarious. Made my eye glue for boobs. And I thought, yeah, when you're 14, that starts happening. Yeah. And and what is God thinking that he does that to a 13 year old or yeah. a 12 year old? Yeah. Turns on all that stuff and that juice, And then man. they're supposed to deal with it. And, and so I so transgender men are often a good source of insight into how different this biology is and how how wow. usually they're apologetic like oh I know I'm sorry the no. aggressiveness and the horniness it's just like but that chills out and with age yeah like yes, a 50 yes. year old man is yes. kind of like a woman kind of right how dare you first like of all like a 40 year old how, woman how dare you secondly first of all <laughs> no secondly, I mean you're secondly, rational it, as it, like an, a it, woman I'm the saying. edge comes off right for you're sure. more like reasonable and, well yeah and then, and then relationships seem more interesting yeah. and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you're a person is what you i'm trying to say a person no no until you're about 30 yeah. I, I you know when i did love life with my kathy we would always say like men should be like in a cage till they're about 30 and then yeah. you let them out let, otherwise they're kind of dangerous i particularly in relationships i agree yeah, yeah. I, and i don't That's blame the men i blame the biology the testosterone blame god what was he thinking yeah you know i got so, real aggressive on uh, my first pregnancy and I swear it is because there's testosterone. It's the progesterone. It's progesterone. It's, it's all that progesterone yeah. produced by your by your uh, placenta. But that has but that creates progesterone creates irritability. Yeah. Were you irritable? Oh, I was ready to fucking kill. Yeah, yeah. Everybody. And then the and then progesterone has androgenic properties. Oh. And there's a, and there is more testosterone, and so that gives you the that's aggression. what it is. The irritability and, and aggression. Yeah, because yeah. I was aggressive. I was like, "Fuck you, man!" Not so much on the second one, on the first kid. I was like, "I know I'm pregnant with a boy. I just knew it. I'm fucking kill you." When I was eating meat, I'm gonna go in and out. Oh, it's bad. <laughs> 
Let's see a video. What do we got here? New bitch stalking me. Sounds like a great place to go. New bitch stalking me. Yeah. Yeah, so Drew, tell us if you could pinpoint Uh-oh. what exactly is wrong with I this I hate one. when a Nadav yep. starts with something like that. Uh-oh. Oh, no. Go fuck every whore. Yeah, the whore. The whore that, oh, she came to fuck you. I never had no man in my life, bitch. Oh, how did the bitch find you? The bitch couldn't have fucking known you. The bitch must have been after attacking me. What? She didn't know who the fuck you was. She didn't know who the fuck you was, bitch. She got jealous. Uh oh, I'm not having. Can I tell you? I'm still hung up on the production value. Like, yeah, yeah, it looks like dark. Yeah, I like it with just the little flashlight on the on the teeth and mouth. Right there. Always a good place to focus when you got one of these folks. Uh, can't see her eyes. It is a she, is it not? Ah, uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. I think that's what I'm hearing Don't about. Don't you dare gender. I'm just curious. What she got it? jealous that I stole her man. So it kind of reminds hmm. me of the 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 talk TikTokers we have that <laughs> that that sort of complain all the time about yeah. everyone giving them shit about something. Yeah, and that the, the the aggressive yeah. like you fucking no 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 no. It's like and, picking fights with the yeah, world. Yeah, never know who they're yelling at. <laughs> never know what the problem yeah. is. And I feel. Yeah. This is like even more confusing because it's not even a TikTok. Is no, it? it's just directed at one person. Well, but they maybe put it out there. For maybe. Every... Do you think she stole a man? <laughs> maybe it's four stroke guy or something. I or, don't freaking I don't know. know. Motherfucking bitch, trying to force me to marry her man like the Virgin Mary was secretly forced to marry Joseph when she wasn't even looking. Uh... So, so we're getting into this the scru- religious stuff. Yeah. So we're getting to some psychotic <laughs> process here. So let's hear a little more. That's Maybe. who your bitch is. Mm-hmm. Your ugly bitch. That's who the fuck you think you're gonna be too. Your okay. ugly fucking so, bastard. Okay. So you know how people sometimes stand in the corner and just are talking and yelling. Yeah. This is that yeah. into a camera. Wow. Wow. So that, she doesn't have to leave her house. She can no, do it in the dark. Right. Easy street. Do it in your tent. Great for quarantine. Yeah. Yeah. Now, rel- religiosity. My mother did that too. Mm. Towards the last few years, I guess she was like into the Bible and highlighting and yeah. Bible. That's mm-hmm. cookie shoes. That's uh, it gets crazy, a little yeah. bit of this. Yeah. 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 Psychotic process. Wow. Hyper religiosity, scrupulosity, that kind of stuff gets crazy. Scrupulosity wow. is kind of different because that. Because that's more with the obsessive compulsive disorder stuff. What is scrupulosity? Look, let's look it Scrupulous up. Scrupulous meaning it's, it's, one's it's like scrupulous religious practice. Oh. And in some extent, scrupulosity, obsessive, uh, moral, see it? OCD, involving religious or moral obsessions. Uh-huh. Overly concerned that something uh-huh. they thought or did might sin or violation of yeah. religious moral doctrine. Yes. And, and it's a My really... My mother was like... But that's an interesting line. I mean, you don't want to you don't want to violate people's ethical principles and their religious beliefs but if their OCD causes them to be excessive with it then you try to intervene a little bit yeah wow the human mind is so it's so interesting but this is like just meat and cheese and there's wires and but why we why we why we don't make more of stupid shit (laughs) that's going on in the world and and believe it to be somehow rational or rational discourse. Yeah. There's a lot of non-rational stuff. Well, you know why? Because it's considered you're shaming, you're crazy shaming somebody. You're not taking their opinion into 
You're, these marginalized I, I, voices need I to be given. I am telling you, if you are outside of <laughs> critical it. reasoning, critical uh-huh. is the word important uh-huh. in there because reasoning gets distorted by all the rest of our systems. Yeah. Like you can reason it's right. a good idea to go shoot heroin. Right. That's distorted. That's not critical reasoning. No. That's reasoning. It's motivated reasoning, which is mostly either people are reasoning from conclusion or reasoning from some feeling they're having that motivates them to develop that reasoning. That's distortion. Right now, but critical reasoning is staying with dominance. the facts and the logic. I know feelings given. No, dominance. but your feelings are. If you feel like it's true, it's true. Your that is feelings not are true. the case. Your feelings. I know are, it's not the case. This is what people are getting screwed up about. People got started screwing up the difference between hey, you're, if if that's how you feel, that's valid. Right. Your feelings are valid. They're not logical. They're not necessarily reflective of the truth or reality. Yeah. Of anything. Yeah. They're valid. They're your feelings. Right. They may be completely disconnected from the truth. Yeah. And they should not be the source of your reasoning. Right. It's distortions. Now it can motivate you to go and look at things, but once you look, examine something. Examine it critically. Yeah, it's not happening now in society. Doesn't that bother you? A trum, especially as somebody who studied philosophy and the it's whole thing is critical thinking. It's my gravest concern in the world right now. I agree. Aside from that homeless problem. But the way we're approaching. But the second is the critical thinking. But the re, the way scarcity. we're approaching the homeless problem does not involve critical thinking. No. That's if you're a critical thinker, you look at that and you go, well, "That's easy to solve. We change the laws, help people. They're sick. Their brains not working right." How dare you? I don't feel that's right. Yeah. How can you say that they yeah. need assistance? I don't feel. I don't feel that. Right. Oh. No, it's terrifying, Drew. It's terrifying. Feelings are most important, and it doesn't have to be that, backed it, by what reality. Did that happen? Corolla pointed that out to me. He said he was fighting with his daughter one time, and his wife came in. They were fighting, and Adam goes, "I don't care what you're feeling. This clean this thing up, and and uh, or that you're humiliating her or something is what she was feeling." And Adam goes, no, no, I'm not humiliating you. I just need you to X, Y, Z. And the wife comes in and goes, hey, that's her feelings. If that's how she feels. And he thought, oh, my God, we are in, we're in a blah, blah, yeah. land now because the feelings take priority over the reality. Yeah. Oh, boy. The upside down. We are in the upside yeah, down. Yeah, and people can't handle negative feelings, too. God forbid they should feel a negative feeling. They can't handle and it. And that's got to be fragile. projected outside. Yeah. And- they don't understand they're projecting a lot of their feelings too. No. They, they see badness. They see it in you. It's their right. own Oh man, Drew, we got to solve the world. Only problems. fans, mom, assistant. What does that mean? What does that mean? Oh. Oh shit, man. Uh-oh. Again, half eyebrow. Yeah. Huh? Yeah. Interesting teeth. A little underweight. Here we go. We're just setting it up that way. Hi, good morning. I just thought maybe I would answer that kind of question with a video message because I can't really answer that kind of question, I mean, accurately. You're just going to be like, yeah, sure, of course she knows what you do. This is my mom. She lives with me. So the question is, some guy on Instagram asked me if my mom knows what I do. LOL, this is my reply. Okay. Don't forget the LOL. She's laughing out loud. Okay, keep going. These are my boobs. And yes, she knows what I do for a living. In fact, she's actually my personal assistant. Yes, I am. And I'm very proud of her. Extremely proud. I don't know why guys try to shame me with that kind of shit, man. Like, What's the shaming? Oh, oh you, does your mom know? Okay. Uh, what does she do? So she has an OnlyFans account, which again, is that grammatically correct? I feel like it should be... Fans only. Correct. OnlyFans. I understand... Only fans of is the rest yeah, of the sentence, yeah. but just the phrase is it's fans only. Uh, is, or they need a 
preposition. Yeah, there for you go. OnlyFans. Right, right. right. <laughs> it's grammatically incorrect. So the point being. This girl does some stuff where she shows her titties to people that pay to see them. And they're like, hey, does your mom know you do this for a living? And she's bragging that, yes, my mother is my manager. And the mom's like, I'm so proud of her. Okay. I am very proud of what I do. I'm very successful at what I do. My mom is very proud. And she is very successful. I'm her biggest fan. <laughs> so, fuck you, first of all. But, you know, also, hi. <laughs> she's funny. I like that. But I don't quite know what's going on here. Oh, yeah. I like the mom giving the finger. That's hysterical. Yeah, I think it's. Oh, I think so it's called funny. bad parenting. Is that what that is? Where you encourage your child to do pornography? Is she doing porn? Is that what she's doing? I think is she, like, so. A cam yeah. Chick or what is she doing? A dog? Does it really matter? It's she's showing her boobies. Yeah, she's, uh, she's, well, she's wonder... doing cameos, and she's a cam girl, and yeah. she's, she's trading sex work for money. It's not good. She, well, why don't we talk to another sex worker, Josh? What's going on? <laughs> what is she doing? <laughs> He, he's he's hung up his sex work. What? He's not really doing them anymore. From what you, I saw some videos. <laughs> you did. That's actually not you true, did? Christina. The uh, quarantine sex work. I have to. Uh, I've continued quite a bit, as a matter of fact. What? Quite the backlog. You need to. You need to see What's, the videos. Wait a minute. Are you going to tell us about this on oh, YMH? We did an hour. Yeah, on we've it. we've discussed it. I I never said that I uh, All right, wasn't we... doing it during quarantine. But this woman is on OnlyFans. Uh, she is. I'd imagine doing uh, probably stuff at the lower end of things, like showing her tits and <laughs> maybe rubbing one out. What, what is the while. what is the higher end of things? <laughs> I know, what oh does God. that mean? Oh, the higher end of things is like you know getting fucked and uh, oh. you know so she's a gaping and be okay, okay, oh like yeah, that. yeah, okay, okay. You asked, I don't know. <laughs> I did. I asked. I asked. My fault. My fault. So yeah, she's probably me. judging by <laughs> forgive me judging by her aesthetic. She's probably at the lower tier of uh, OnlyFans. It, it looked like at the beginning, it looked like her camera was distorted a little bit. Like she kind of had the anime eyes and stuff. Yeah. yeah, like a filter. Yeah, is she like an anime character or something? No, she's weird got like the that? pink hair, so she's trying to lean into the alternative model sort of sort I of uh, lane there. But yeah, like it's a lot of um, OnlyFans has a lot of amateur women on it, especially now during uh, the quarantine, the, the virus, and uh, okay. they're trying to make some extra scratch, and so. Okay. We'll They're see. all dealing with pornography in a, a weird way. You know, people are asking them these types of questions. Doesn't your, what does your mom think of all this? And uh, so she's. I see. Do you get those kinds of questions too, Josh? What does my mom think about yeah, it? Uh, no. Yeah, I don't give a fuck what my no, mom would okay. think about it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I, yeah, I'd be like, you need to your see phone some of his videos. I'd love to see some. I wish you'd bring them into your mom's house. And let's oh, we have plenty. I was disappointed bring you in. didn't have me uh, do uh, some sex work for Tom during his birthday <laughs> when you ordered all those cameos. I was upset. I know. What? I order cameos from the 90 Day Fiance before the 90 Days cast. Oh, my God. Yeah, and like... Oh, from Shaws of Sunset, Mike. Like, silly, fun, Bravo TV type people. Oh, that's fantastic. Yeah, it was great. It was really good. But, um, but Drew, what do you think's going on when the parent the is supportive of anybody in a porno career? That always seems a bit strange to me. I, I think usually it's just they're usually beaten down by the child, beaten into it. Like, mm. I remember when uh, Farrah Abraham's mom yep. was sort of supportive of it, and I thought, oh, you're going with it because she she's not giving you much of any alternative. And, the, and, the, if you, and if you attack it, they end the relationship. Gotcha. You know I mean? and, and there's a lot that, you know, it's not just, hey, man, I'm just 
Ask Josh. It's not just haymakers. <laughs> <laughs> there's, there's, there's stuff going on. There's stuff going on. And as a parent, you can help them deal with that or not. I, it's it's not a great position they're in. But you worry about. I worry about who was with that mom, who was dad. Uh huh. I think that's, that's more bigger... what your problem is. And uh, I like the sixty-year-old mom giving the finger to the phone. Mm, it's it's like, really classy. It's, it's really classy. Do you um, think that Josh Potter has mom issues now? How does it go with male sex workers? Uh, no, you know? it's more complicated with men. It's it's it's. Josh, how? Well, he hates his mom. That's a different issue. For it's, sure, he it's a different hates thing. His mom, yeah. Uh, well, I think we all do. Everyone that works here, <laughs> <laughs> except for Chris, he's normal. No, no, no. I like my mom too. I'm sorry. <laughs> Do we have uh, a couple more TikToks for me? And then we'll do some voice messages. fucking love TikToks. Sex work. It's so ridiculous. Would you show your feet, Dr. Drew? If that's all I do is have show my feet. That's yeah. all you have to do. You make a lot of scratch. That's weird. That's <laughs> oh, oh. Uh-oh. Okay, this is hear a... me out. I have a really crazy concept. Why don't we use this app to lift each other up and inspire each other and not just bring each other down and point out flaws and say what we don't like about each other? Because that's not fun. Just an idea. Because, bitch, it's called the internet. It's not internet therapy. Everyone feels good. What's the artist I'm thinking of when I look at her? <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, Bjork? No, no, the painter. Oh, Frida Kahlo. Frida Kahlo, yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay, Next. Yeah. I really shouldn't have to be saying this at uh -oh. this point, uh -oh. but whenever you know your sexuality or gender identity is perfectly fine. Some people know at a young age, other people discover it later. Both are natural, normal, and okay. That's all true. However, it's being said by a woman with horns through her ears. Thank you. And the eyebrows are tattooed. Oh, how do you tell? Oh, because I've watched this one a few thousand times. Look at those tats for eyebrows. Oh yeah, those aren't real. What is it, like a fish? It's like mm. a like a. Are they are they? Is it like an animal on her eyebrows? Not sure, not sure. A whale. It's like a whale. Yeah, I'm more concerned about the presentation of like the crazy corks in the ears and then the tattooed that's eyebrows. Like, that's not a cork. That's a. Those are like whatever. Those are gigantic <laughs> horns. They're not even bones. They're horns. <laughs> Um, so it's nice. and, and by the way, what what's the sanctimonious lecturing? Yeah, oh, I love that of, one. Of, about the obvious. Yeah, like yeah, yeah, we're all good. You don't tell us people's gender stuff is good when it's good. Yeah, it's nobody's good. fighting you. No, nobody's no. fighting you, sweetie. Okay, do next. what you want to do. Give me a little more. Oh. Hey. This one's my favorite. So there's something I want to talk about relatively quickly before I dive into a bunch of videos and education. So. I am non-binary, but I am also trans mask. What that means for me is that I'm not a trans man. I am not a man, but my identity is centered around a masculine set of traits. I love my beard. I love having a flat chest and I really be like being perceived as somebody who's masculine, but I'm not a man and I'm not a woman. So I'm a non-binary. And that's how I perceive and feel my gender identity. I have been using testosterone to medically transition for about five years at a lower dose. Yeah. Um, and that's what's made my body into the way that it's supposed to be today. There are so many other non-binary identities, and I can't wait to share them all with you. So you should know 
you don't, you don't have millennial children like I do. Yeah, yeah. That's how to achieve high status. That's uh, that's that is that that somebody that would be highly highly elevated and sought after and. Because I saw this and I was like, "What the fuck did I just see? I don't even understand what was said." No, that would that is someone that someone. So that is a female who is now a trans male. So it's taking testosterone. Correct. So, but so, she's so, not identifying as a male. She's trans mask. Right. So she likes some of those masculine features, but not all the way to male. Okay. And, and she doesn't, she likes the beard and the no chest, but she doesn't want a deep voice or muscles or, you know, lean out. She wants to, whatever. Whatever. That, she that, likes yeah. to have a kind of mishmashy. He, he, well, we, they, 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 what do you call it? They. They're non-binary. Yeah. And, and so um, that stuff is highly, highly, highly re- reinforced. Hmm. as as status this, like that's like the coolest mm, yeah that's the cool that'd be the equivalent of a rock musician when we were kids oh, okay okay like so somebody like played the guitar and did it right did like smoke pot perry farrell yeah of jane's addiction was my yeah, yeah. trans mask perfect. non-binary perfect. person perfect you're kidding so everyone and, so and, hold and before on. that it would have been like Paul from the Beagle, Beatles. Sure. Yeah. Well, right. Yeah. So what you're saying is, but then I also kind of aspired to be like Perry, right. Frell, or like whoever, Susie right. and the Banshees. Right. So our children, our teenagers, like, I'm non-binary, I'm trans it, mask. They, they don't necessarily aim to be like that, but they aim to be around them and they get status from having them as friends and things and hmm. being, being an advocate for them. Oh, oh, that's the, uh, Yeah. That's the posturing of like this is the right ideal, and if you're not again, if you're not into this, it, you're wrong more, and you're evil. It's more that this is somebody who's honestly expressing something profound about themselves that they could not have expressed in another period, and I'm an advocate yes, for that. Yes, very good, and that may be true. Yeah, and okay, okay. Yeah, I mean, now let's yeah, get we... on with uh, what's for lunch. Right, that's right. Sort of how I, that's what I sort of feel about it. Right. It's like, good, good on you, great. Right. So I'm just trying to understand what she's, trans mask is like, I am masculine in some regard, but I... I, I like these particular masculine traits, but however, I'm not a, I I'm won't not identify not as male. Yeah. Gotcha. Not going all She'll keep her vagina. Apparently. And, and she, it's whatever combo. And she's right. He is... They, they are right. And it's interesting. It's, you kind of feel okay calling this yeah. individual they, right? I think that's of, what they would want. They would want that. And, and But when you really start breaking down all these different gender categories, there's a whole bunch of them. I know. And it gets confusing. And I apologize if I don't use right terms in regard to anything. Everyone should express their true selves. My fear is, as somebody that's practiced medicine for a few years and worked in psychiatric hospitals from time, that the arc of this will not play out quite the way people wish it would. Which means? There will be lots of problems with the hormonal therapies. Mm. There will be changes in how you feel about things. There will be childbearing and rearing issues that will become complicated. And people will, and that's okay, but it will not be a straight line. Like, that's my identity, and boom, there it is. Yeah. It will be an an evolving thing that you'll feel different about when you're 50. Yeah, and I have a question. So, so I understand sexual sexuality and how do you gender expression? Yeah, I'm assuming gender expression then is fluid as well as sexual. Is it fluid? Uh, it can be. So in ten but, years, but people don't think about it so much that way. They think in terms of no, this is a complex process that I'm coming to terms with, and this is my full gender expression. Gotcha. But but that's you might you're making the same point I am. But there's Which some is, fluidity it, with time over this. So so she they might in ten years be like, oh fuck, I actually I'm I'm not trans mask. I'm more feminine, and 
is taking has she's taking testosterone for the last has that messed with yeah, something what's, about what's going right. to happen then that, that's right and how young do we start these kids on that's, very that's complicated scary. i'm glad i'm not making those decisions right because i would be reluctant to give it to like a prepubescent you a nine-year-old should not be making a decision about the rest of their life yeah i could not have made a decision about the rest of my life at 20. oh 28 yeah i barely and, could and so but if you don't treat them before puberty, yeah, they suffer. Yeah, and I've seen some, particularly uh, female transgenders that were treated early, and they're great. Yeah, they clearly made the right decision. So the job of the doctors are to figure out who is this right for, and that's yeah. at this point almost impossible to figure well, out. It's complicated. Yeah, it's very complicated. Uh, we got more, one more talk for us. Give me another talk and we'll just voice messages. <laughs> You're and, into yeah. the I'm talk. Into the talks right now. Talk. Love it. Uh oh. <laughs> Uh oh. Uh oh. Yeah, you don't have to hold on now. It's probably too hard. Oh, no, no, no. You can't, you can't see it. Because okay. it's only, it's only empty. So that woman's going to lose her leg. <laughs> they're going to get infected and they're going to have to she, see that, see that other leg, how infected mm. it is. She is going to go too far one day and they're going to lose that leg. There it is. And this is the, that life in that car packed with shit is what our government is defending people to do. Right. For her to die of her mental illness. Right. As opposed to go, hey, you need a hand. You need to We not... need to put you in a structured environment where right. we can take care of all this and right. you can live another 10 years as opposed to having your legs amputated yeah. and then you up in a nursing home. Or homeless, because or, how do we know she has somebody to care for her? Uh, because they don't want to do a paternal laws that are considered... Uh, uh, it's a pater- it needs to be a paternal. You do not law. find that in any other country on earth. Yeah, and only, we're rich. Only the great country of the United States protects those illnesses, mm. guards against anybody doing anything with those illnesses, and then so much could be done, and her happiness could be enhanced a hundredfold. But is it the perception that mental illness is not a biological illness? As they, a, there's that, and the perception that somehow agency is completely independent right, of your brain. Right, right, right. And when your brain gets sick, your agency's right, fucked. Right, That's the way it is. One more. I'm sorry I said if I was black, you can't see me. I didn't know that I was racist, so please forgive me and leave me alone. <laughs> I don't know. I just thought it was funny. I don't know, really. Wait, why is that lady's leg so fat? What was going on there? And why um, was it swollen like that? So, so people's legs get edematous as they age, commonly. Uh, and if you're obese and sitting all the time in your car, it further causes the swelling to develop. Mm-hmm. And then once it develops, the, the, the skin stretches and the immune function doesn't work so well and bacteria get into the skin and start to infect the skin. And then it gets in that causes the cellulitis and it can be really bad. And when the, the swelling becomes sort of recalcitrant like that, it's almost impossible to get it under control. Yeah. And, the, and you get lymphedema in addition to the fluid edema. It's just, yeah. it's just a damn mess. So you're saying don't be fat. It's not good. I, 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 listen, an average fat person wouldn't let that happen. They'd wear support hose. They'd walk around. You yeah. Know what I mean? But if you have mental illness yeah, and you're you afraid don't. to come out of your car and you're hoarding the people, you know. So no, no. Oh, well, let's hear some voice messages. This one, <laughs> I'm the show's a downer compared to last Is show. Is it? Oh, well, let's talk about let's poutine. Do some, okay. No, no, let's hey, talk, guys. Uh, so basically the question that I want to ask Drew, yes, it does pertain to coming. Um, <laughs> story time. Thank God. When I was 14 years old, I was shot with a 22 caliber bullet. Just a mild house accident. But uh, 
Got shot in the stomach. Mom. Hit a few internal organs. Of course. And the bullet ended up in my my spine, mm. my thoracic vertebrae. So throughout all this, I had to have a few surgeries, and because of which I had to have a catheter put in me. And <laughs> my question for Drew is, why can't I come hard anymore? Oh. Uh, so I was 14 when it happened, and I was in the apex of my coming career. You know, I was shooting loads left and right. I could probably shoot it across the room if I really wanted when to. When your sons are 14, I want but, you to uh, think about this story. Ever since I've had the catheter, ever since it came out, I guess, it just kind of flows out like a, like a lazy river. Yeah. So I just kind of, I wanted to ask him, is there still like a piece of the catheter in me or is this pretty common? So this is not about the catheter. This is the catheters, people have them in, they have them out, it's no big deal. That doesn't do any of this stuff. Uh, this is about the spinal cord injury, I suspect. And so you need to go back and see your doctor. Also, you need a full endocrine workup to see if anything else is going on. Yeah. As I said, changes in libido, changes in orgasmic function, that's medical in, the, in a young male. So it, I'm sure it has something to do with the, the gunshot wound. Exactly what, I'm not sure, but something. Well, I love that his concern is that, well, I'm not coming as hard as I used to. Like, all of that shit, and that's your concern? You're not shooting ropes like you, have really? I not, have I not taught I you this is the I male know. brain? You know, I know. Since we've been... Uh, it's hard yeah. to get it. If you don't, brain doesn't work like that, it's hard to get it. It is it's hard. how it works. <sighs> that's all they're thinking about. Fucking A, man. <laughs> how do you guys achieve anything? It's unbelievable. Why do you guys control society? It, that's stupid. Yeah. <laughs> that's silly. You guys don't have the the space up here for no, anything I other know. than come. It's because it also creates aggression. And then, and then by the yeah. way, so it, it, it gets converted into, I need to do stuff so I can get access to females. Oh, boy. That's sort of how they... That's so that's the, why you build buildings and, you know, create empires. Because then I'm... I'm creating a hierarchy where I can have access to more get laid yeah wow you guys are fucking ridiculous it's, it's not good it's not good what's our motivation what, what's women just connecting and being awesome well, f- loving <laughs> being awesome loving. raising things raising people <laughs> like then wait if that's the male am I just supposed to run away from you guys like Tom first of all Tom doesn't understand I tried to explain it to him the other day that Women live in a state of, oh, I could get raped right now. Like, yeah, we is this can't get safe? that. We cannot. That, we don't, he can't we wrap don't, his we head. We do not understand that. Yeah, because he's the one. They're the one doing the yeah, raping. Yeah. You guys have no concept yeah, of yeah. being well, a victim, a potential. You've got to understand something. <sighs> that a male converts that into, you mean, I could, I could get... Somebody would have sex with me. It's like, yeah, I want to be raped. Let's go. Let's do that. It's like, can't I worry about that all the time? Why? Why can't I worry about that? Well, is it so? That's the craziness. Well, right do there. your orgasms feel like a thousand times better than the females? Is that what this is? Like, is it that? No, it's it's the drive to orgasm more that we have. You have to like get we, it out. You have to do it. Yeah, yeah. Fucking do it. Today. Yeah. And, yeah. And, and you, you, what did you say? You said something else that I wanted to address. Like, what are we? Oh, what What's are you guys? The female. Yeah. So your motivation, you have, you have, a, you have a. First of all, it's a different one to women to woman. Yeah. Very different. Um, you have a a feature of a motivation called receptivity, yeah. which we do not have. Receptivity. That's, that's an that's an estrogen based phenomenon. Receiving, calming, in, you know, bringing somebody into you. True. We don't have any of that. No. 
so receptivity is something that motivates and then the the reproduction impulse is very strong right oh that is it's so beyond anything yeah, i hit right. 35 and i was like must make children yeah, now we, we don't really have that we, oh. we sort of have a desire to be like the head of a family but we don't have that same motivational system that women have yeah and then once you have children that becomes the motivational running away from them yeah. hiding from them right. <laughs> no protecting and all this yeah stuff. oh my god and maternal it's a fierce the fierce motivation yeah. right the yeah. men have but not the same ferocity yeah uh and then in terms of then you have this and then we're all the same everywhere else we're just talking about motivations that are sort of different Bio. and a little bit elevated because of our our biology, biology. yeah you know because this whole thing of like there are no men there are no women blah 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 like where everyone's non-binary well Mm-hmm. I do feel like until I had children, I would buy that argument. I would 100% be like, there is nothing essential to being a woman. Because before I had children, I was like, dude, I do everything dudes do. I'm a fucking comic. I study philosophy. I'm a dude. And then I had babies, and that, st- and I was like, oh no, I'm a woman. I changed my yeah, mind. Yeah, wait till you see. Wait till you have a female child. You'll you'll see how oh, vastly gosh. different that can be. Next lifetime. Uh, oh, that's it. You're too done? old. No way. Shop is shut. Really? Two. I'm 43 years old. I can't. You dude, just did, I you just did one. You just did one. No thanks, dude. Mm. Three is like, yeah, I don't know how you it's guys. Saturation, did I know. Oh. <laughs> no. no. Yeah. Well, you're in for trouble if Fuck you have just that. two males. You're two you males. Get, that's get it. ready. Get ready for the jizzing and the just all the stuff. We'll talk as it goes. So on. much cum in my house, huh? <laughs> Do you address it when they start oh, masturbating? No, no, you just no. let them come on everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, another voice message, please. Let's uh. do this. Hi, my name is Zach, and I just had a quick question. Sometimes when I'm feathering it and I'm petting cats and dogs, I tend to get a little stiffy down down below, below the pant line where my jeans are high and tight. And I just wanted to know, why do I get stiffies when I'm petting cats and dogs? Keep feathering it. Follow Proto. Proto? That's a... That's a What's his name? Fed Smoker. Oh, he had a proto. proto brother. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't know what your thing is. It's, <laughs> it, it's not a fetish. I don't, don't know, worry. man. It's just men get erections from everything when they're a certain age. <laughs> I just don't judge that's it. That's true. Give me another one. Just roll with it. Yeah. Hi, Dr. Drew. My name is Owen, and ever since I was a little, little kid, all the way through high school and into college, uh, I did not know how to make myself burp. I could not manually mm. burp. Burp? Any Big problem. Time that yeah. I did, burp. it was just completely yeah. random. Yeah. Uh, and then one day, I had a Mountain Dew at college, and I was suddenly able to burp, and I've been burping ever since. Wow. So I was curious yeah. as to why that might be. I've so, never been able to find an answer. Okay. So burping is sort of smooth muscle stuff, right? It's not. Mm. It's not under your direct volition like your hand or your skeletal right. muscle is. And it's something you have to kind of, much uh, like, yeah, much yeah. like holding your urine is something that's kind you of has control a, it. you can, but it also has an autonomic, like if you're scared, you can suddenly release your, you know, you can pee. Yeah. It, there's, there's autonomic and a non-volitional components that you have to kind of get a feel for, so to speak. And if you can't swallow air, which is a skill, you have to learn to swallow air. You can swallow carbonated things and then learn to expel it. But you might also have a tight gastroesophageal junction. Mm. Which uh, has to kind of be able to loosen up to let the air out. It's something. It's just, it's just You got to learn so, how to force burps esophagus, in elementary school. Esophagus has part skeletal muscle and smart smooth muscle. Up here you have more skeletal muscle, and down here it's all smooth muscle. And so you can sort. That's why you can volitionally swallow the air. But mm-hmm. again, it's something somebody has to kind of learn to do. You have to train. But, but beyond that, it's sort of on its own a little bit. Wow. 
One more, one more. <laughs> Such important question. Yeah. Hi, Dr. Drew. My name is Tyler. What are the characteristics of a good brown? I'm talking. Oh, for God's sake. The solid, big old fat brown. Come over to my house. Yeah, look they, at mine. They, They're perfect. Christina will show you hers. Uh, you can take a look at piggies. Those yeah. are not perfect. Perfect, I've been for, having, perfect for poutine. Perfect for poutine. I've been having such great productive browns on this quarantine because I've been really good about my diet. I've eaten a good. lot of veggies and stuff. Good. And they can be, they're like foot longs lately. Yeah, Why do you. they do that? Because it's all compacted in there and it's all good bulk. Yeah. All that vegetable. Yeah. It's good. Okay. Good. You're yeah, my healthy colon. Oh my gosh. Yeah. And my kids too are great poopers. No mm. one's got a problem in my nice. house. Good. Do you feel like constipation is an emotional issue at some Can times? be. Look at any. Yeah. I mean, Pent it, up. It, it, there's different versions of it. And sometimes if if I have something like that, sometimes just because like I'm traveling or busy or something, your body never has a chance to relax yeah. and do that kind of stuff. And if you're anxious and preoccupied, Yes. Right? It makes sense that that would be perfect. Clench up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I feel that. Same with headaches. Sometimes you can give yourself a headache, right? Being all keyed up. That brings us to the end. I know. It's been fun. It's been really fun. Mm-hmm. I love you. Love you too. Is there any stuff Wait. we need to go over before we end this? I know. Thing? I know. What are you going to do today after this? Uh, What's quarantine Drew going to do? <laughs> I'm going to do a streaming show and talk about whatever's going on in the COVID data and stuff. And yeah. I do that Fox 11 show still every night. So you're still yeah. you're still doing the grind. You're still I'm not really so, I, but I have no future. I don't know what's ahead. I yeah. just have today. You know what I mean? I can sort of plan the week, sort of, but it's very unnerving to not know what's going to happen it's next what's, week. I think this is that depressing part we were talking about. It's yeah, that, is that not having hope and planning for the future is a little. And I'm I'm prone to depression, and I think I've yeah. combated that my whole life by getting excited Same. about what's next and stuff. Yeah. And so not having that is sort of a letting down. And now what bothers me is I'm getting used to that. Yeah. That's very troubling. You're just feeling kind of like, hmm. Yes, today. Like, Go to the- yeah. I find myself holding back on excitement. The first part of this quarantine, I would get pumped about like a documentary, like the Beastie Boys documentary or something. Like I'm not, an, or a recipe. Now I'm just kind of like, nah, what's the point? Let's wrap this thing up, everybody. Where should people go, Christina? Oh, yeah. Uh, Christina P. Online. Christina P. Online. Go to drdrew.com. Uh, check out all the pods there. And we appreciate being part of this. And support the people that support us, please. We want to keep doing this. And we appreciate it. So we'll see you next time. Bye, Mommy. All conversations and information exchanged during participation of the Dr. Drew After Dark podcast or interaction on the drdrew.com website is intended for educational and entertainment purposes only. Do not confuse this with treatment or physician medical advice or direction per se. You must always follow your medical professional's advice and direction. Nothing on these podcasts or posted on this site supplements or supersedes the relationship and direction of your medical caretakers. Please understand, I am not playing the role of physician in this environment per se. I'm educating. I am a licensed physician with specialty boards in American Board of Internal Medicine and American Board of Addiction Medicine.